This is episode 154, Building a Daily Gratitude Practice, Part 3. Go Outside. My name is Tudor Alexander, and this is the Dance of Life podcast. Every week, my goal is to inspire you to take action towards what you love, live a transformed life, and enjoy the journey there. Are you ready? Let's go. What's up, everybody? Thank you so much for joining me today. I am so grateful to have you here as we continue our conversation on the daily habits of gratitude through the Hella Grateful Challenge. If you don't know what that is, check out thegratitudemap.com. I'm just celebrating the release of my new book this summer. Uh, it's on gratitude. It's called The Gratitude Map, obviously. And one of the things in that book that's so vital is basically an instruction manual. It's a hel- it's a guide to help you creating your own custom daily gratitude practice from a series of time-honored, proven habits and a lot of suggestions and stuff like that. So I'm going to be going through that in these episodes, Um, but if you want the full breakdown, go check out the book. There's also a lot of free resources that go with it, a workbook as well. It's included um, on my website if you go just to the main page, you can get a free workbook, you know, some free lessons. So there's a lot of stuff available for you. Go check it out. Um, again, thegratitudemap.com really will dive in deep and give you a lot of awesome information there of how to implement this stuff into your life. So today we're looking at daily habit number three, and that's go outside. And I have a really cool quote from Frank Lloyd Wright, a very inspiring architect. And here I live in Arizona, so there's a lot of uh, Frank Lloyd Wright stuff here, especially at the Biltmore. If you've ever been here, the Biltmore Hotel, beautiful, beautiful architecture. I really admire Frank Lloyd Wright, very uh, ingenious, innovative guy, very far ahead of his time. So his quote that I love that goes with this is, I go to nature every day for inspiration in the day's work. Very simple, very straight to the point, and it very much related to me. And so that's why I wanted to share this with you guys, because when I suggested go outside as being one of the daily habits is ultimately, you know, you want to continually interrupt the program of the mind. The mind is a rascal. I say that a lot. And it's, it's constantly in between you and happiness because of the many things that happen. You know, we've talked about basically habituation, desensitization, negative bias, cognitive dissonance, all these things. If you're familiar with psychological terms, if not, don't worry. It's basically the mind is a lot of these mechanisms that unfortunately, uh, you know, are useful for certain things, but they're just not useful for the mind is not evolved to obtain happiness. The mind is evolved to obtain survival. And within that little microcosm, this is where we suffer, you know, so the mind is always going to get ahead of you if you don't continually discipline it through a daily gratitude practice through things like going outside, interrupting your program. I go outside often, whether even it's just go out to my backyard in between work, especially if I'm working at the computer. Oh my gosh. You know, I'm, I'm very fortunate that I still get to do what I do professionally through ballroom dancing, through teaching people, coaching them one-on-one physically. You know, I compete, I do all this stuff. So that is very fortunate because it allows me to get up off my butt. But, you know, I still have this online business, I have courses, a book, all these different things, podcast, content that I'm creating. And that does require you sitting at the computer. And I know you can relate. And sitting at the computer is the most exhausting thing in the world, mentally, emotionally, spiritually, you know, so because we're not meant to do that. We're literally forcing ourselves to do something unnatural. So you have to continually reconnect to nature. And I'm going to give you five really powerful reasons, actually six 
you know, really powerful reasons why you should go outside. And then we're going to look at, you know, three suggestions for this habit. So basically, if you don't know how this works, the Hella Grateful Challenge, I challenge you throughout these whole episodes. And again, you can get the book and dive into it right away. That way you don't have to wait all these 12 weeks to go through these different habits, but we will be breaking these down. You know, pick at least three habits out of the 12 that I'm sharing with you. And in each habit, you know, I give you three suggestions. So you can pick one or again, you know, it's up to you. Be a superstar and pick all three. But the minimum is pick three habits out of the 12. And for each habit, pick one of the suggestions that I'm giving you and adopt it and create a custom gratitude practice from that. You know, so let's say habit number one, I'll pick, you know, suggestion number two. Habit number two, I'll pick suggestion number one, that kind of stuff. Then you compose your own custom gratitude practice from that. And again, the book uh, comes with a workbook that you can get and it'll help you guide you so that it gives you a sheet that you can actually write that on. Um, and then you commit to that for 14 days. Use the Daily Gratitude Practice Facebook group, you know, for, for practicing it, for staying connected and all that kind of stuff to these things. But ultimately, commit to it for 14 days and see what the difference is. Notice the change in your life and your relationships and your mood and your energy and your health, all that good stuff. Really, I truly believe this stuff can change your life because it's changed mine. So... That's why I'm here sharing it with you. So daily habit number three, going outside or go outside, why you should go outside. So number one, first off, is circulation. You know, I every morning I try to go outside the first thing in the morning. When, as soon as I get a bit, I don't check my phone unless it's like some emergency or something that I need to. But I try not to check my phone. I don't turn my computer on. I get a big glass of water and I go outside. I'm early enough, you know, wake up early enough to where it's not really super hot. So it's, I live in Phoenix, so it's like a thousand degrees outside if you even at eight in the morning. So I try to wake up at like 536. And if I do that, then it's perfect because I can walk outside and I get connected and I start moving my body, start moving. So circulation, when I say circulation, I don't just mean blood circulation, although that's very important. I mean, movement in general, you want to move and get your body connect, your, get your mind connected to your body. You know, your mind has to experience movement to get out of its own head. Otherwise, you're going to start thinking. And most people, they what do they do? You wake up, you check your phone, you know, you start getting into notifications and stress and scarcity and complaining and all stuff, all these obstacles you've been covering. You jumped into that right away because you're not moving. You're not connected to nature. So circulation is so important because, again, it connects you to the physical world. And there's a lot of benefits, obviously, too, with with the blood flow and getting that moving, getting some, again, water. I don't always drink a little water in the morning. And just get yourself moving to, to kind of uh, promote that health, that that different state. You, know, you want to get in a different state so you can start your day right. That's that's the key. Number two is getting connected to acceptance. You know, one of the things that we continually talk about, especially with the obstacles, is impermanence. Uh, you know, the idea that things are constantly changing never the same and accepting that, you know, aligning with that truth every day. And when you walk outside, you know, I have a nice little neighborhood I walk through, you know, there's these little birds jumping around, there's rabbits, there's quails, uh, there's plants of all kinds, you know, so it's a very beautiful and, and wherever you are, your neighborhood is beautiful too in its own way. And connecting to that beauty uh, is such a, it's such a gift of the morning, especially if you walk, because you're going slow enough to notice things. You know, when you drive, I, I'm sure you've had this experience too, but how many times I've driven by a place and then only later to walk by it and it's been a totally different experience. Like, holy smokes, like this was here. It's like it's like a totally foreign place. And yet I've driven by it before. So 
walking or biking allows you to notice, which is so critical. And when you notice, you start having that awe, that appreciation for nature, that acceptance, you know, that everything is always moving. So if you have something that you're hanging on to, let's say from the previous night where you had an argument and you weren't able to let go of it, and the next morning you you take a walk, that's the first thing in the morning, you take a walk and you're, you're seeing all these things moving. You know, for me, this has happened many times. I, you know, I might be pissed off at something from the night before. And when I go walk and I see all these things constantly moving and changing and flowing, it reminds me of this everlasting truth that things are just never the same. They're just constantly changing. So I'm like, wait a minute, why am I hanging on to this? I'm not in alignment with nature. I'm not in alignment with this fundamental truth of forgiveness, of letting go, of change, of flow. You know, and you start to connect to that. You get the fresh air, you get connected to the plants, and they help to kind of scrub that negative energy off of you with your magnetic field. I mean, there's so many cool things about going outside. You know, the other thing is related to this when you when you get in touch with nature is harmony. You know, seeing that everything has a structure. You know, so you see that impermanence, you see that flow, but you also see harmony. You know, everything has like if you're familiar with fractals and sacred geometry and all this stuff, when you walk around and you look at the plants, I'm always amazed, even though I've seen these plants a billion times, maybe not a billion, but you know, a lot of times, as far as all the times that I walk outside, it always strikes me as novel and interesting to see these little fractal shapes that they're that they're in all the time and how they grow and everything is just so structured and so interesting uh, and, and so harmonious that it, it reaffirms that faith. Again, one of the obstacles that you want to avoid and probably the, the worst one is cynicism. That was the eighth one that we talked about. And cynicism is this idea that you don't see the bigger picture. You don't have any faith. You don't see the possibility. You don't see the purpose. You don't see the harmony. You know, you just see that the world is a bunch of separate moving parts. It's just dangerous and it's out to get you. And and that's that's a very limiting perspective because you can't create anything from that. You know, so when you connect to nature, when you go outside and you see this harmony, this structure, you see everything's just running on its own. And there's an old quote by Lao Tzu in the Tao, and it says, nature never hurries, yet everything is accomplished. Meaning that the pace it's going at is totally natural. Like it's not, nature is not stressed out. It's just doing. And those kind of things we forget about because we're always thinking. Every time you think, you get away from these truths. So when you go outside, you reconnect to them, which is very super important. Uh, the fourth reason why I think going outside is great is you can practice your smiling. <laughs> now, this sounds kind of silly, but, you know, I have really tried to incorporate a habit of smiling more. It sounds silly again, but, you know, smiling is so important. We get so focused and we get so straight-eyed and all this kind of stuff. And when I'm walking outside, especially if I see other people, uh, it's a great opportunity to practice smiling and having a genuine moment of connection with them. Sometimes, you know, people aren't going to look at you, whatever, but ultimately I'm like, you know, this is a practice of the heart to be able to open up, be vulnerable for just that two, three seconds, smile to say hello. Uh, you'd be surprised how hard that actually is. I mean, for me, it actually was pretty hard because I'm so focused on work and getting things done all the time that you forget to just relax and smile and to just be with somebody. And it's a great way to practice that when you go outside and, you know, meet other people. The fifth one. You turn off your thinking brain, and that relates to the whole harmony and structure of nature. But basically, when you go out in nature, one side of it is that, yes, you see the structure, you see the fractals, you see all this this stuff, like literally it's in a video game. 
The other side is that these fractals, you know, they're, they're structured, but they're very complex. So they're so complex that your brain can't keep track of it. So it, it assumes that they're random. You know, it's so complicated that your brain is just like, I'm not, I'm not going to try to figure this out. As opposed to the simple structures in our human-made societies, like square buildings and everything that's very simple and cubic, that's human influence. But if you look at nature, everything is fractal. Everything is like odd and, and very, it seems random, but it's not. It's very structured, but it's so, it's so complex that our brains can't make sense of it in the sense it's hard to predict. So what happens when you do that, when you surround yourself in nature and nothing's predictable in that sense, like it's no, it's not boring. Let's put it that way. There's a lot of variety. It turns off that part of the brain that's looking to predict. So it turns off your analytical brain because of that. So your brain can't handle it. So now you're, so it says, okay, well, let me see if I can see the bigger picture. So it turns on that creative brain where it starts to see the link between things, the patterns, it starts to see the, the thing as a whole. And, and that's why nature is so valuable as well as it turns off that thinking brain because of the fact that it's so complex. We don't have time to sit there and label, you know, when you're in a city and you're in, in places that are predictable, like an office, or, you know, you know, a place is familiar, your brain is constantly talking. It's labeling. It's a little label maker. It's like, oh, this is a desk. This is a chair. This is a computer. That's that. That's that. Mm-hmm, that goes this way. That's left. So it's in, without you realizing it, you're constantly labeling reality. But when you're out in nature, it's a lot harder to do that because there's so much variety. So that part just starts to shut off because it gets exhausted. It, your brain can't sustain that. It's not handled to equip that level of complexity. So instead, it shifts to the other side of the brain, which is equipped to handle patterns and creative thinking and seeing the bigger pictures, which is your creative brain. So we talked about that in being creative, but that's another reason is it turns off your brain. And the final and the sixth reason for this is that it's related to impermanence, but kind of I wanted to make a point of it, which is there's a new, you have a new choice in every moment, every moment that you live and wake because this of this impermanent game that we live in, you have a new choice every day. And when you get connected to nature and nature connects you to impermanence and you really get present to that and you get in that present moment and you see that everything's constantly changing and there's, you don't know what's going to be next. You think you do, but you really don't. That's when you get connected to this fundamental idea that you have a different choice available to you at any point in time. You can make a different choice. And that's refreshing because it gives you that power. It gives you that connection to your own control and your own destiny in your own hands. So all those reasons, circulation, uh, acceptance of impermanence, harmony, practicing smiling, turn off your thinking brain, seeing there's a new choice in every moment, all that stuff is, even if you can pick one, is a fantastic benefit why you should go outside and why all these things lead you back to fulfillment, gratitude, starting the morning right, even during the day, take a break from work, go outside for a little bit, refresh your brain with all these things. So the three suggestions that I have for this habit, the first one is 30 minutes of walking or biking a day, whether it's in the morning, in the evening, you know, taking a break throughout the day or two 15 minute walks, whatever, just do at least 30 minutes a day of walking and getting connected to nature somewhere that's nice, take a different route, you know, every day, just really experiment with that variety and that, that unpredictability and also that harmony in nature as well. The second suggestion is 15 minutes at least of earthing. If you don't know what earthing is, 
It's basically literally getting connected to the earth, which is taking off your shoes, going in a place where there's like grass and standing there, you know, laying down, standing up, walking around, letting your feet literally touch the planet. And why that's, there's a lot of documented benefits about this, which is basically the earth has a lot of free electrons. So it helps with our free radicals. And we get kind of, you know, when we have stress states, there's a biochemical process that happens. And we, when we connect to the earth, literally when we connect to the earth, we get connected to that magnetic field and those, those free electrons that are available to help us balance out a lot of these chemical reactions happen in the body. There's a whole lot of stuff on that. So you can look it up, but earthing is a big practice and you literally get connected to the earth. I feel great when I do it. I don't get to do it as much as I should, but it's a great practice. So at least 15 minutes of that every day, do a picnic if you want, uh, walk around barefooted in your yard, whatever it is. And the third suggestion is once per day, at least in some way, if you can't do a 30 minute walk, if you can't do earthing once per day, experience nature in some way, whether it's literally going outside for five minutes, going up to a tree, just touching the tree and looking at it, smelling a rose out somewhere, you know, it's not about bringing a plant into your office, like go outside, discover the benefit of just connecting to nature again, literally in whatever way you can literally take time to smell the roses and experience nature in some way. And it will drastically reduce your stress, allow you to reboot, allow you to connect to that creativity, to that appreciation, to that mystery and all, and all that good stuff. So 30 minutes of walking or biking or 15 minutes of practicing earthing or once per day experience nature in some way, go outside. That is the third habit for today. Many reasons to do it. I hope you've enjoyed it. Again, remember this is all about practice. TheGratitudeMap.com, free book. There's a ton of useful resources there to help you do this for the Hella Grateful Challenge. Join me, many others on the journey. We're in the Daily Gratitude Practice Facebook group. We encourage you to come, come and say hello, enjoy it, and keep this stuff alive in your life. It's so very important. And I mean that from the bottom of my heart. I'll see you guys next week on our fourth habit. We're going to be looking at talking to plants. We're going to take this idea of going outside one step further in the fourth habit when we uh, talk to plants. That's going to be an interesting one. So I'll see you guys then. Have a wonderful rest of your day. episodes and weekly content, stay connected at danceoflife.com.